it's a pleasure to be here with you guys tonight, truly. Uh, you guys, along with myself, couldn't have picked a better place to be on a Tuesday night. Um, tonight is going to be a good night, and I know that tonight's going to be a good night because most, if not all of you guys, have your Bible uh, open up in your lap. And uh, man, when you guys have God's Word, when you guys are in a place where God's Word is open, when you guys are in a place where God's work, Word is being spoken, uh, it is undoubtedly uh, going to be a good night. So, do you guys believe that? Cool. Okay, so we don't have all the time in the world. Uh, so tonight we are going to be jumping into a new chapter of Ephesians. Uh, so if you have your Bibles with you, I invite you guys to turn to Ephesians 5, uh, and we will be studying verses 1 through 7. Uh, I'm going to pray real quick, ask the Lord to bless this time we have together, uh, that he softens our hearts towards the Lord, uh, opens, open our ears and our hearts just to, to take in what he has for us tonight. So kind of like what Sarah said, so we can leave uh, here tonight looking more like him. Uh, let me pray. Uh, Lord, we, we love you so much, and we thank you so much for just having a place to meet and, and just open up your word uh, uninterrupted, Lord, uh, a place where we can just come and learn more about what you want from us uh, so that we can look more like you, talk more like you, look more like you, Lord, so that we can reach the lost world, so we can uh, invest the word of God into others, uh, and Lord, ultimately just uh, give you the glory and exaltation that you rightly deserve. Uh, Lord, it's just a pleasure to be here tonight, uh, just to share with these guys uh, what you've showed me, uh, and, and I'm excited, Lord. It's going to be it's gonna be a great night. So I thank you, Lord. Uh, it's in your son's name I pray. Amen. Okay, so we're gonna just going to jump straight into our passage. Uh, Ephesians 5, 1 through 7 says this, uh, Be therefore followers of God as dear children, uh, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Uh, verse 3, But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking uh, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger nor unclean person nor covetous man who is an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Uh, let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. So there's a lot to take in within these seven verses, uh, but I tried to make it as simple as I could without violating uh, biblical, uh, clear biblical hermeneutics. Let me try and fix this. This is like, trip it up. Okay. So yeah, so there's a lot to take in. There's a lot to... Um, unwind here, but, but it'll be great. But the, t the main point I want you guys to get tonight is this. If you want to glorify God with your entire life, then you must follow him like a child would his father. Uh, now, it's kind of cool that I got to study this passage. I don't know if it was uh, the Lord that laid this passage uh, and, and lined it up to where I got it, or it was Nick's uh, uh, creative thinking. Uh, but it's kind of cool that I, got to I get to study this passage with you guys because I have a sweet little son uh, named Oliver. And he's taught me a lot about how much the Lord truly cares about us. And, and one thing, though, is, is this little guy, you know, he follows me everywhere. And it's a cool thing, and I love it, but he's persistent on being where I am uh, all the time. But it's cool because he is my son. This is a cool thing. He, he is my son desires to spend time with me, right? Copy me and act like me, right? And, and which, which I love that, but is, it's sometimes scary that he is starting to pick up on everything that I do. Uh, not bad, but just a little eerie. Um, but truthfully, it makes me 
it makes me love him that much more because he desires to have a relationship with me. He's one year old and he's, he's following me around like, dude, I just want to be wherever you are. Like I, I truly, like it leaves me in awe. Uh, and because of this two-way relationship that we have, uh, I learn more about him and he learns more about me. So you guys might be able to know where I'm going with this, but just to start, Hosea 12.10 says this, I have also spoken by the prophets and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. So this is just to show you guys that God uses pictures or similitudes uh, in the Bible to portray spiritual truths via physical pictures, right? Like Ollie and me. This is important because we are going to talk about uh, the role we play as children and God being the father, right? Hence the title, it's time to start acting like children. This brings us to our first point, which is it's okay to be a follower. Okay, 1 Corinthians 11.1 1 says, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. So this is Paul writing to the church of Corinth. This is a confirmation that, bro, it's, it's okay to follow people. It's okay to be a follower. It's important to have good examples in our lives to follow as long as they don't take precedent over Jesus Christ holding the number one spot in your life. So Paul, among many other, other belie- or I'm sorry, so Paul, among many others in the Bible, are okay examples to follow. First uh, Peter 3.13 says, And who is he that will harm you if ye be followers of that which is good? So this is an important verse because although following the Lord requires, to give you, requires for you guys to give up some things, uh, or, and you may have to have some tough conversations with your family, your friends, uh, there's going to be persecution, whatever it is, at the end of the day, who cares? You know, who's going to hurt you guys? Who is going to harm you if you follow that which is good? Follow Jesus Christ with your entire being and stand up for righteousness and hate sin. Okay, living a life fully submitted to whatever God has for you is the best life you guys can live. I can promise you that. So we saw quickly, you know, that that is okay to be a follower. Now let's look at being a follower as dear children. Uh, Romans 8.16 says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So pretty straightforward. The Bible is clear that when you ask the Lord to come into your life, that you believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, fully submit to that uh, and and believe that in your heart, this results in you becoming uh, a child of God. So we know that we are are children of God. That is just a confirmation. Well, 1 Peter 1, 13 through 14 says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ, as obedient children, uh, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance. So, there's some instructions uh, with being children, right? Like, all he needs instructions on not eating the dog food, right? Little... <laughs> Little different than this, uh, but, but we as children of God need to be given instruction. That's okay. As children, we are to gird up the loins of, your mind, uh, of our mind, be sober, and hope like 1 Peter 1 says. So practically, what does this mean? What does this mean for, for our lives? How can I apply it to, to my life? Uh, so we are call, called to not fashion ourselves to our former lust in our ignorance, right? Well, the second you got saved, the Holy Spirit took permanent residence inside of you. Uh, and if you spend time in God's word, uh, let him teach you, man, the Holy Spirit will then show you what you need to know, okay? But before all that, right, rewind a little bit. Before all that, you were walking according to your ignorance. You didn't have the capacity to get victory over sin, 
you had no idea that, that maybe you were in sin, whatever it is. Listen, there, there's no need, if you guys are safe tonight, if you are a born-again, blood-bought Christian, there is no need to walk the way you were walking before you were saved. Okay, you guys have the capacity to get over sin in your life. You guys are able to take that next step into victory, bro, and, and rely on this book to change your life. Okay, just like, uh, ver- I'm sorry, so, so the way that you were walking before, right, in like verses three, to, three and five commands, uh, Ephesians 5, 3 th- through 5, right, before fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be named once among you. As becometh saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, so on and so forth. So that was, that was your life before, all right? You guys don't have to do that anymore, all right? Surprise. Uh, okay, because you now have the ability to walk a different walk is what I'm trying to, trying to get across, a walk of righteousness. This, this is the cool part, this will then strengthen the relationship between us and Jesus because we are obeying what he commanded us to do as children. He'll be like a proud dad, like I am with Ollie right? So we talked about some cool promises that comes with following as children, okay? But, but to kind of flip the switch, I want to bring you guys to 1 Corinthians 14.20, which says, Brethren, be not children in understanding, howbeit in malice be children, but in understanding be men. So yeah, that sounds sort of contradictory, but, but the Lord has, has all of his bases covered. It's, it, it, again, leaves you in awe of, of God just covering all the bases that we need uh, to walk uh, while still here on earth. So although God commands us to follow him as children, to follow him, uh, there are some things that children are not good at, right? Uh, one thing I don't want you to take away from this is that you have the excuse to live like children uh, in every aspect of your life, right? That would be irresponsible. Uh, you need to have the innocent heart to follow after God without any second thought, as a child would do with his father, right? But one thing children have a prob- problem with, uh, and I'm learning with Holly, is that he has a problem with understanding just simple things because, again, they're children, right? Naturally, God wants us to act like men in our understanding, right? Well, how are we supposed to do that specifically? Proverbs 28.5 says, Evil men understand not judgment, but they that seek the Lord understand all things, right? Listen, I'm not asking you to understand all the things under the sun, uh, but if you are actively seeking the Lord through his word and in prayer, uh, he will be the source of your understanding, right? He will be the father that will be able to guide you into what you need to know for your life in your specific time. Um, so whether it be you don't understand why bad things happen to good people uh, or death uh, or your purpose here on earth, I promise you the Lord has an answer for all of it, but it starts with actively seeking him first. Uh, so we learn that in some cases it's okay to be a follower. This thing's trying to strangle me. That's all right. Uh, so we learn that in some cases it's okay to be a follower. As children, let's look at our second subpoint: uh, as Christ also. So this is reiterated in verse 2. Uh, Ephesians 5.2 says, And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. So let's look at what that means uh, exactly. First Peter 4, 2 says, with, with verse uh, 2 from Ephesians 5 in mind, First Peter 4, 1 through 2 says, For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, excuse me, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men 
but to the will of God. Listen, uh, if we are going to be followers of Christ, then you have to learn how to suffer in the flesh. Uh, he commands us to arm ourselves with that same mind. Uh, Jesus Christ took that cross, had to take it to Calvary, uh, and he, he, he bled a horrible death. He suffered more than, than any of us could imagine. He was perfect. He was innocent. And uh, we still put him up there, right? So with that same mind, bro, it's, it's worth suffering a little bit here on earth for the glory of God. Like, what a better life uh, can you have? right? So, uh, you know, that means if we can spend time with him when it's the hardest, you know, me and Cody know, getting up at five and, and trying to spend time with the Lord, it, whatever, it's, it's kind of hard. But, you know, if, if we're able to do that and if we're able to get up at five and, and, and get rid of that sinful habit, whatever it is, then we will be able to live a life that, that is submitted to the will of God, which I said before, it might seem like, man, this Christian life is, is tough, uh, but when you understand the vast importance of a life committed to serving God, it's 100% worth it every day of the week. I'm just going to hold this. Uh, so we learned that it's not okay to be a follower. Uh, now let's look at why it's okay, uh, why it's not okay to be a follower, which is your second subpoint. Uh, why it's not okay to be a follower. So this is found in verses 6 and 7. Ephesians 5, 6, and 7 says, Let no man deceive you. Uh, with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Now, I will have spent majority uh, of our time on why it's okay to be a follower, our first point, because I believe if you focus on uh, more on than what you should be doing rather than what you shouldn't be doing, it's easier to do the right thing, right? It's like the analogy of, of the whole uh, pink elephant, right? If someone says not to think of one, what's, what's the first thing you do? You think of a pink elephant, right? Focus on good things, meditate on those things, but be aware that bad things are out there, right? Uh, so let's look at man, uh, Deuteronomy eleven sixteen, which says, Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived, and ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. So again, uh, we are not to be deceived by vain words, what, by what men spew at us, whatever it is. Uh, like, you know, like I said before, it's, it's important to be in your Bible every day. Uh, because God has given you an instruction on what to do in this life, but he's also given you instruction on what not to do, right? There's things in this life that can pull you away from where the Lord wants you to go. Things that are even good sometimes, right? Sports, work, your career, your, your family, whatever it is. I'm not saying to forsake those things but by any means, but this ministry is mainly people that are getting into their careers, getting married, whatever it is. Don't be, see, de don't be deceived uh, by the good things in life that take you away from the greatest thing in life, which is Jesus Christ, right? That your heart be not deceived and you turn aside and serve other gods. The Lord doesn't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. Um, so let's, lastly, let's look at uh, Romans sixteen eighteen, which says, for they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches, deceive the hearts of the simple. There are people in your life that may sound like the ultimate salesman of the world. Uh, like verse six says, let no man deceive you with vain words. This is important because I've seen countless people in my life uh, be taken away from biblical truth and in a fervent relationship with the Lord because somebody came into their life and had something that maybe sounded a little bit better, a little bit more fun. Uh, well, man, maybe, maybe I can go do A, B, and C, whatever it is. Uh, 
you know, whatever, whatever it is, anything you guys hear, this is what I want you guys to know. Anything you guys hear that is contrary to what God's perfect word says, it's hate to be blunt, wrong, right? You, you, if you fully submit to what this book says, regardless of the world is it's telling you to do is okay. If you guys have this in the back of your mind all the time, then man, what, whatever man says to you guys, you guys can run through a biblical filter. Okay, well, guess what? That's not what my, that's not what my Bible says. Um, so bro, again, I, I know it sounds mundane, but ke- just keep your head in this book because truly then, then anything that comes your guys' way, uh, it'll be great because you guys have something to back it up. Uh, okay. So yeah, all that to say. So in conclusion, uh, we saw that it was okay to be a follower and what that means as a children of God as children of God. We looked at what Christ did on the cross and how we should adopt that, main, that same mindset. Uh, we then finished with why it's not okay to be a follower of the wrong things, of course, uh, and how a life of following that which is sinful is a miserable place to be. A lot of you guys know that, um, but it's, it's good to be reminded. Uh, so I want to leave you with one last verse to finish uh, the night, and I want you guys to strongly consider this. Uh, a lot of you guys have heard this verse. Uh, it got brought up maybe a couple months ago, Sunday morning. But it's a, it's a fantastic verse. First uh, Kings eighteen twenty one says, And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. So listen, where do you guys fall? Right? Are you on the fence? Are you serving Jesus? Uh, great, if you are. Or are you, or are you serving Satan in your flesh? I hope that tonight is the night that, that you guys truly make a change in your life if needed. Uh, and commit to a life of giving God the maximum amount of glory, uh, it will be well worth it. Like, truly. I, I couldn't imagine a better life than just serving Jesus Christ with my whole life every single day. The, the ability to wake up every morning and just spend time in his word and go out and have eternal significance, it's fun, it gives me purpose, it gives me joy, and, uh, like, truly, I want you guys to have the same. So, uh, thank you guys. This thing right here is trying to kill me, but it was great. Uh, I pray that you guys were edified. I pray that you guys were encouraged, um, and and we'll pray. So, uh, Lord, we love you so much. We thank you so much for who you are. Uh, we 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 thank you for your character and just how perfect you are, Lord, and what you've done uh, for us on the cross, Lord. Uh, we are we are in your debt, Lord. We we want to do what's right, Lord. We want to serve you with our whole life, uh, whatever it means, Lord. We'll do it, and uh, we just pray. I just pray for the well, Lord. I pray that uh, these guys consider a life of whether it be full-time ministry, a, a life of just serving you with every fiber of their being, Lord, getting rid of a sinful habit, Lord, getting rid of, of things in their life that need to change or, or just spending time more, more time with you, Lord, whatever it is. Uh, I pray for this ministry, Lord. It, this is an awesome ministry, and, and you have awesome leaders, Lord, and, and just um, I'm thankful for this place, Lord. I'm thankful for you having your hand on it, Uh, I'm thankful for you just being a friend and a father, Lord. Uh, And it's in your son's name I pray. Amen. Amen.